in order to be successful, it's 20% skill set and it's actually 80% mindset or head work or psychology. So you can do all the courses you want, but unless you take your knowledge and have an action plan, you're not going to change your life. So if we all keep on the same trajectory where we are, working a regular job, um, not investing in ourselves or our future, our future will look the same as it looked yesterday. You're listening to the She Renovates podcast. You're listening to She Renovates, the podcast for women who want to renovate to create an income and a life they love. What I would like you to do is just to give everyone some of your background because you have a great story around taking control of your life with property and renovating. I know not every project was a renovation or were they? Maybe they were. Yeah, most of them were actually. (laughs) Yeah. And so, and how you got to be where you are now. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much. So yeah, basically I went to uni, I became a nurse and I got working and then realised that I needed to be home to support my family. We lived all around Australia with my husband's work in mining and so I was at home and I actually got quite bored (laughs) and I needed something to do. So I went to a seminar and I learned about this concept of positive cash flow property and I went, right, that's what I'm going to do. So I just poured all my time and energy into learning. I got myself a mentor and we started and we at that time we did four projects in two years which was with three young children and one was still in nappies so I really wanted to make a difference to my own family's future and to bring an income that I could do whilst being mum. Awesome and so now so you have I guess expanded your repertoire to become a not just a renovating coach but a mindset coach. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what we know, well, I've just been obsessed with self-development and I know the power of investing in yourself to be able to change your mindset. So we all grow up with certain beliefs as children and in our families. And sometimes those beliefs can be huge blocks to our success and to ourselves making a difference in our own lives. And so I've worked really hard on working through those blocks and having a mindset where I can really achieve anything that I want to if I find out the right knowledge, take the right action and have the right support around me. Beautiful. And so we are very privileged to have you helping me and helping our Wonder Women to achieve great things. So do you want to expand a bit more on the value of mindset in renovating? So, you know, what it is that makes a difference? Yeah, absolutely. So what we know is that in order to be successful, it's 20% skill set and it's actually 80% mindset or head work or psychology. So you can do all the courses you want, but unless you take your knowledge and have an action plan, you're not going to change your life. So if we all keep on the same trajectory where we are, working a regular job, um, not investing in ourselves or our future, our future will look the same as it looked yesterday. So it's really important to recognise that and to know that you have the ability to make some changes in your life that's going to affect your future. So you coach a lot of women around their mindset particularly renovators, what would you say are some of the common issues that you come across without breaching privacy or? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Well, 
some of the things are really quite simple things, a lack of confidence. But behind the lack of confidence, it's the lack of education, it's the lack of skills or the lack of knowledge or the lack of experience. So we work with women, obviously, as you know, Bernadette, to help them work through that lack of confidence and where is that feeling coming from and how can we build that confidence in you? A lot of women come into our program and they might have a partner that may not be supportive or their partner has a lot of mindset blocks, whether it be fear of spending money, fear of losing money. And and again, that comes back to lack of education. And so we do bring the partners along board and, as you know, invite them into our sessions so they can get educated as well. So they're probably the two biggest, Bernadette, but you've probably got some others. Yeah, yeah. I think that fear of losing money is definitely a big one. And I know I wrote about this recently. My mum used to have a saying, when you're thinking about doing something that was a challenge out of your comfort zone, to that there is no shame in going broke and just get on and do your best. And I think like if you were to articulate that in another way, it's like being okay with the fact that it may not go okay and it may have a negative outcome. And that actually gives you the, I guess, the motivation to move forward because you've taken away that negative thing that's been niggling away in your mind. And incidentally, we've never had the bad thing happen, but I just think that really getting to coming to terms with how would you cope if things didn't go right is a really great way of dealing with the limitations that can put on you. Yeah, absolutely. And I would reiterate that success begins at the end of your comfort zone. So it's a matter of getting comfortable with feeling yeah, getting comfortable with feeling uncomfortable. And that is a really powerful tool because it's very easy for us to go straight to our stress response, straight to I can't handle it, straight to overwhelm, whereas we teach our women techniques, meditation, practicing gratitude, you can do journaling, many, many techniques you can use to bring yourself back, to ground yourself and to focus on what you need to do. Many of us, myself included, we waste energy on the stress response and worrying about what might happen. But imagine if we put all that energy into worrying about what can happen and taking the action and the steps to get there. It's really, really powerful and it's life-changing. Absolutely. And once you get into the right mindset, the manifestation kicks in. So if you start creating a space for good things to happen, then more often than not they do. Now we're talking this morning about how when women make mistakes, often we beat ourselves up incredibly. And like we were talking about how when, and this is not a conversation about men against women, it's just a an observation. observation. Yeah. yeah. Often, like with men, particularly in business, if something doesn't go to plan and they might lose money, they seem quite okay, mostly quite okay to just tick it up to experience and just move on. Oh, that didn't work. But with us, we like beat ourselves up and put the big failure mark on your uh, forehead yeah. because we've made a mistake. But the thing is, if you're not willing to make a mistake, you can't learn. 
Correct. I think women often have the cloud of perfectionism above them right about here. They feel they need to do everything in the home. They need to do everything to look after their children and husbands. And and if they go out and do projects, everything has to be perfect. They put so much pressure. And again, if we took that energy that we put on ourselves and channeled that into our successes and accepting failures, you know, I've made mistakes. We've all made them. If we can channel that energy and redirect it, and it's really about and I've spoken many times with our women about changing that record in your head. So really focusing on what you can do and what you're good at and pummeling your energy into that and using your team around you to support you with the things that you may not be as skilled at. That's a really powerful tool. It is. And then we get into the whole thing about delegation, but we won't go there because I'm not very good at it. It's interesting. So I'm just watching the comments. So Sherry said she's talking about especially a person who grew up in severe poverty, being concerned about losing weight, losing losing money. Yeah, look, absolutely. And we've we've had some beautiful stories in our community of women who have been in that boat. And so there's many ways you can look at it. And we, you know, we probably need a longer session to unpack that mindset. But, you know, when you do have money, you can, and Bernadette is a beautiful example of that, you can contribute to helping others. So in our program, we give uh, phones to women knitting in India, that's their business, so they can continue their business. Bernadette's done projects and donated money to hand across the water which I believe is in Thailand so you know if you flip the coin on its on the other side you can actually if you can create money you can increase your giving back to society and helping other people we have women in our community who are strongly passionate about helping women who are homeless and creating affordable accommodation so if we stay in the poverty mindset and if we stay not being able to support ourselves and our family then we can't go on and do those other things and indeed for myself being able to give back and to coach and support other women and be a part of this beautiful community is a real blessing. Absolutely. And once again, I'm following along with the comments. As Sherry's saying, not so much one time out of several, but the first time it would be scary. And that's absolutely right. I do find that people, women on their first project, that's sort of the the hurdle that you need to get over. Once you get over that first one and you've got a bit of confidence around what you're doing, then you can, it makes it easier moving on. And yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, we definitely have women and that's why they come to our community because we're a supportive community. We are mostly women and and we understand that renovating is not just about the renovation. We've got lives outside of renovation and we've got other stresses in our lives and so it's supporting women through that. And the beauty of coming into our community is when you do your first project, you can run it absolutely everything by us and we'll ask about taps and ask about paint colours and you'll have a whole community of women supporting you and helping you make those decisions when you're not sure until you're ready to make them yourselves. Absolutely. So let's talk about what the plan would be in order to impact your mindset. So I entitled this episode, How to Shift Your Mindset to Be a Successful Renovator. So what does that plan look like? Yeah, well, I think for many people, you need to start with your why. So what is it that you want from life? Do you want a choice with how to spend your time? Do you want a passive income? Do you want to step away from the work you're doing? What is it that, what's your why and what drives you? And then I think alongside of that, you need to know what your values are and also what brings joy to your life. So if you don't like painting, 
well, don't paint. Find the things you love. You know, you might love project managing the trades. You might love finding the deals. You might like creating joint ventures where you work with another two women and do a project and split the cost, for example. So I think finding your why, knowing your values, knowing what you enjoy doing, and then writing them all down. What we know is if you write your goals down, you're much more likely to achieve them. And if you can imagine reading your goals once a day, Great. Imagine if you wrote, read your goals three times a day. That's slowly going to imprint into your mind. And I've done this exact thing. I've put a goal down and I've reached that goal. It's having them in front of you, put them on the fridge, put them in the shower, write them on your mirror, having your goals in front of you. Because if we don't write our goals down, we don't know where we're going. Another great way to look at it, Bernadette, is where do you want to be in five years? Where do you want to be in two years? Where do you want to be in one year? And then work backwards with your SMART goals concept. Yeah, I just want to touch on aligning your goals with your values. And something that I noticed about myself, and not that long ago, is that my goals have to be about someone else. If it's about me, it just doesn't happen. So unfortunately, well, fortunate, unfortunate, but that's just the way I'm wired. And Yeah. yeah, and so that's where that comes into play. Yeah, and so we work with our women on the concept of being enough. We we are enough just as we are and our role, as I said before, is not, yes, we love our families and we look after them, but we can also love ourselves and we can also look after ourselves and we can absolutely have goals for ourselves. They do not need to be attached to someone else, although it's okay if they are. So that's definitely a mindset that we work on and we've got our beautiful retreat coming up and we'll be working on that with our women face-to-face in Victoria this time. Oh, I sense that I have a little session coming up. Yes, so do I. (laughs) And mindset is a constantly evolving, beautiful beast. It's something that I've worked on for many years and, and I've loved the journey and there's always more to learn. So just accepting ourselves exactly for who we are right now is the best thing we can do. Exactly. And it's interesting. I love the quote by Zig Ziglar. He says that, motivation is like bathing. You need to do it every day. And I think that that is very closely tied to mindset. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think the important point to make is um, mindset needs work as well. So we work on our renovation process, but we also work on our mindset. That does take time and energy, but the rewards are bountiful and endless. Imagine realising for the first time that you don't have to look after everyone else, that you can actually look after yourself. And in fact, we can't look after everyone else if we're not looking after ourselves. So there's some really huge gold nuggets that when you work on your mindset and discover, it's very freeing. I know Bernadette and I have talked about the three-day work week and many other concepts. And it's just like, we can actually choose the lives we want for ourselves. Absolutely. It's interesting, the last retreat, Michelle did this exercise, which is called Your Ideal Day. And I've done it before, but I don't know what it was about this time. But I realised that my ideal day means that I wake up with the sun on my face. So like, it was just like, that's so obvious. Why hadn't I thought of that before? And so of course, what proceeded was several months of convincing my husband that we need to move our bedroom but I eventually won and that's a really enriching experience and something that I wouldn't have done had I not been in that inquiry. 
Yeah, one of the most powerful things we can do for ourselves is, yes, have our dream of what we want. So whether for you that was waking up with the sun on our face, for me now at the moment it's getting on the treadmill for 20 minutes every day. And these are not pie, these are not pie in the sky high goals. These are everyday goals, simple little things that we can pop into our lives on a daily basis that enrich us, make us feel like better people. Because, yes, we do want to improve our family's financial situation, but we want to improve our daily mindset and our daily joy and so I say to people even if you change one thought each day for a week that works towards you being in a space of joy for yourself you're going to become a better renovator in the long run so oh I'm so excited for a treat <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't wait to see whose houses we can disrupt as well Bernadette absolutely <laughs> So another thing, and this is something that we haven't talked about, well, certainly not today, is around being open-minded. Now, in renovating, we know that we need to renovate to have broad appeal. And I do notice that some people come into renovating with very set ideas about what should, how a home should be. Like I've had people that don't think that you should have polished floors because for them that means something about like means that you're poor. Like have, I don't no. know what you said that. And, no. and, oh, yeah. and like little things like that. And mm-hmm. I often see renovators not making the best decisions about their projects because they, well, probably one, that they haven't really done their research well enough, but two, they're not really open-minded enough to accept that accept that the market wants it a different way. Yeah, look, it's a really good point you bring up. And what I think it's important to realise is are you renovating for the love of your house and the love of having everything perfect or are you renovating for profit? So when we renovate for profit, I'm a huge advocate of not reinventing the wheel but doing what works and, like Bernadette says, appealing to the broader audience, so keeping colours neutral, having small wow factors and doing what most people want and I see a lot of people get stuck and get caught up in, oh, but I have to have this kind of skirting board. Oh, but I have to have this kind of oven. Actually, no, you need to provide a clean, safe, neat home and do it so that you make a profit because generally speaking, women come into our community to be able to do that. It doesn't mean that you're ripping off the future buyer. It means you're creating a beautiful home. And so definitely coming in with an open mindset if we keep going and doing things the way we've always done them, we won't see the change and we won't make the change in our lives and in our investing. So very important to keep an open mind. Yeah. And I think that also, well, I know that also points to having an entrepreneurial mindset. So when we renovate our family homes, we're renovating as really as a hobby renovator and we've got that nesting sort of mindset. And there's a big switch between that And I know a lot of renovators find it, they can't actually separate themselves from that. But once you go over into renovating for someone else, you do need to be delivering quality, but delivering it while on a really tight budget. And often that means that you do need to make compromises because your buyer won't pay what it costs to deliver the level that you want to deliver. And I really, really notice that in some renovators that they really stick to the old way and overspend and erode their 
profit margin all the time. I love the concept of saying to them, if it meant you could have $50,000 more profit, would you start to change your thinking? And I think that's really powerful because, yes, it's really easy to spend a lot of money doing a renovation. Anyone can spend a lot of money. What is challenging is to produce a quality project on a budget and to know where to cut back. And, of course, that's what we teach our women in our course. Yeah, absolutely. And... So how are we going with our action plan? We've talked about having goals and knowing your why. What's next? Well, I think what's really important is having an accountability partner or a coach or a mentor. And so what often happens is people write down their goals and then they walk away and forget about them and no one comes back to them and says, hey, how's that? going how's that looking for a house going or how's that project going so as you know in our high level community we have weekly catch-ups the women say that is one of the most powerful things because they know that if they haven't done what they said they would do from the week before someone's going to be going hey what's going on what's going on at the same time we don't have an environment of complete and utter pressure that you're kicked out if you haven't done the right things it's more of a gentle support and hey how can we help you how can we support you so having that accountability is very powerful yeah absolutely actually I don't know who this is that commented this but my husband I kept saying it's a rental not for us and he thought I was being mean but he got over it good on you well done yeah yeah And I mean, we, you know, Bernadette, as you know, we do coach women through how to chat with their husbands in a gentle way and just explaining to, I actually did it recently with a coaching call with one of our Sapphire members and she was trying to work out how to convince her husband to do things a certain way. And I said, well, perhaps if you show him two pictures of things you both like and say to him, which do you prefer? And then he feels like he's making some decision. Now, we're not about blindsiding husbands at all, but sometimes when we're renovating for profit and and we want to do things a certain way, there are ways we can help our partners to make those decisions that aren't don't lead to big arguments (laughs) at the end of the day. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Sherry said, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. That is so true. That's gold. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. So in our plan, what's next? Yep. And our accountability and writing it down. I think, yeah, the next thing is obviously having your plan. And so what's my first goal? Okay. If I'm wanting to buy a property, for example, my first goal might be finding a mortgage broker or speaking to my bank. What's my borrowing capacity? So we want to have that goal and then break it down into step-by-step tasks and set aside time, block out time in your diary. It might be every Thursday from 10 till 11 or whatever the case may be. Set your systems up so that you don't get overwhelmed. So that would be what I would say would be my next goal is having your step-by-step action plan. Beautiful. And the other Mm. thing skimmed over that, and I completely agree, like the plan is everything and working the plan. And I think also Mm. keeping the steps simple, not getting too far ahead of yourself because otherwise you can get overwhelmed. But that I find really valuable, and this is why we do the retreat and the conference, is to keep your vibration up because, yeah, often when you're, you know, in the trenches working away, you can sort of find yourself getting into a rut. Would you agree? 
Yes, absolutely. So, you know, prior to joining, getting my own mentoring, my own support, which Bernadette and I both do still continue to do on our own journeys, it can be a very lonely journey. It's often you and the trades. And if you're not surrounded by a community of women or other people that are interested in the same thing as you, it can be very lonely. And so absolutely being a part of a community, talking to your friends, catching up with people face to face, which has been a challenge excuse me, over the last couple of years is really important to keeping your vibration high and to keep going. But on the on the flip side, it's also okay to take time out to rest and to recharge. Burnout is a real thing in life in general and in renovating as well. And so having that self-care that you fall back on, it's okay to take time out and rest and then get going again. Exactly. And I just thought of another thing that definitely pops up for me, and I know it pops up for some of our women, is that mindset, am I too old to be doing this? (laughs) So uh, this morning I did uh, a call with a lovely lady over 60 and I said to her, we have women in our program that over 40, (laughs) let's put it that way, and absolutely Often in these years is when women have the time, their kids have left home, they've moved out. Women have got the freedom and the time to take action. The woman I have spoken to women who have said to me, I have been wanting to do this for 20 years and that blows me away but it also excites me because they're a creator. They love a challenge. They love being stimulated intellectually and so coming into the space of renovation, starting to work on their own home or working with other women on a project is like very freeing and liberating for them. Age is just a number. Absolutely, absolutely. I think, do you think we've done justice to the topic? Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's always more to to learn, but I think we've covered it off well today and I really hope that all the listeners out there have got some gold nuggets to take away from today. Oh, Michelle, you are such a delightful guest. I just love listening to your voice. It's very melodious. And so so for anyone that's interested in exploring our Wonder Women program, the doors are open at the moment until Sunday. We've been running a workshop called Women in Renovating, really focusing on how to get going. And a lot of the things that we've talked about today, we have covered in there. So if you would like to If you're not already, I know we're streaming this into that group, but if you're not already in that group, come over and at least watch the replays. And, yeah, so I think we will head off. As Michelle mentioned, we're getting ready for retreat, which is so exciting. So we're having a much longer retreat this year and we are going to Hepburn Springs. So, and that we will all come out of that absolutely on fire and motivated (laughs) and charged up and high vibrations. So that'll be a lot of fun. Okay. Well, thank you. And I know a lot of people on uh, viewing today will be joining us there. So we're really looking forward to spending that week with you. So on that note, I'm going to wind it up and thank our delightful guest, Michelle, and we'll see you all next week. I'd really love your feedback on whether you like how you like this being streamed into the group, whether that's something we should continue to do. And that's it. So see you later. Bye, Benedict. Thanks, everyone. Bye. If you want to meet up with a group of savvy renovating, 
I shouldn't say it's all women because it's not. Savvy renovators, I'll say. Come over and join She Renovates. It's completely free Facebook group and it is growing at the rate of knots. We hit a thousand members just recently and now it seems to have picked up momentum. And so they are all savvy renovating women and men that are working their little hearts out to live a better life through renovating. Join if you're not already a member and then ask, comment and do whatever you would like to do in order to further your renovation journey. And that's it for me today. So I'll see you next week. This is the She Renovates podcast. To discover how to harness the power of renovating, check out theschoolofrenovating.com. 